Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation, reconciling men to God, their families, and society. Welcome to another edition of Put a Word on It, brought to you by Clemens Concrete. We thank them so much for their support. I want you to meet MJ Brown. He's a young man with tattoos, face, arms, and such. He's had a tough life, been through a lot, but he's a wonderfully talented young man. Music is his life. He's gone through the Men of Valor program. He's had a hard life, but he knows that all of that set the stage for what he's about to do and what is exploding in his life musically. You'll enjoy it. Here's MJ. Man, you're ready. I love sitting, you're sitting there. You've got all your, you got your cross, your shirt. Uh, your life is good. The minute you opened your mouth, MJ, I say to myself, this guy got to sing. Got to sing. When did you decide that you needed to be a singer? Um, my whole life, really. It was just kind of my birthright, I guess, in a way. My dad played and sang, and as far as I can remember, I had a guitar in my hands, you know, and growing up seeing dad play all the Hank Williams stuff and all the old stuff. I just kind of, it was my thing. While the other kids were riding four-wheelers and dirt bikes, I was playing the guitar, you know, learning new songs or learning Johnny Cash or you know, Merle Haggard and stuff. It was just kind of, I don't know. It was just, that but you was gotta my be, life. But you got to be born with a certain sound in your voice. Do you realize, did you realize at a young age that I've got a little bit of a different sound? Well, yeah, yeah, probably, you know, when I was like 11 or 12, I started playing shows. I started playing like uh, Toys for Tots benefits and things where I'm the young kid up there with the guitar and stuff, you know, and I, I really liked that, having a band and, seeing a bunch of people like my music and I, I just really enjoyed it. It was a way to express myself, I guess, you know, uh, you and, grew up in Nashville. Well, um, I've lit, I grew up in East Tennessee, oh, East like Tennessee, Pigeon right. Forge, Gatlinburg. Um, I kind of been all over. I was born in, uh, West Michigan is where I was born, <laughs> moved down to East Tennessee when my parents retired, they were older and settled there, worked at Dollywood. Uh, my mom worked there and, uh, yeah, just East Tennessee, the mountains, okay. and that's a big music area, bluegrass, the the country music theaters, and just, uh, yeah, Tennessee's always been a part of my life, and I never made the move until, uh, until uh, you know, I was released. I finally said... Let's, let's work on that. Were you a good kid, or were you uh, mischievous would be a good word? Growing up, I was good. My parents were strict. You know, all my brothers and sisters, college educated. I ended up being the black sheep, if you will, you know. Why? Because um, you wanted to? Well, no, it didn't happen to really after high school. Maybe, maybe in high school I'd get in a little trouble, a couple fights or something, or wouldn't make the best grades, wouldn't pay attention. Um, but I never done nothing bad until after high school. It was just, I feel like where I was raised really traditionally, there was a lot of things I couldn't do. Maybe it was more just rebelling, I guess, when I got out of school, and that kind of, kind of led to, uh, yeah, just where my life ended up going. So, how'd you wind up getting incarcerated? Um, well, um, I was probably eight, nineteen years old, and I'd started taking pain pills, and pain pills destroyed my life. They are the devil. They um, are the worst thing anybody could ever do. 
and it was became an addiction for me. And Did then, you start out of out of necessity taking them, or just because somebody gave you and you got a buzz? Yes, it was what everybody was doing. My role models, the I was, you know, I'm 19 years old, so the guys I'm seeing up there playing music or partying. When you're a young kid, hey, got hey man, you're awesome. Here's a cigarette. Here's a joint. Here's a couple pills. And I thought it was a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, that cool thing turns into an addiction. And then that addiction turns into a necessity now that you got to have them. So I thought, well, might as well figure a way how to buy them and sell them. And I became a drug dealer in East Tennessee. And I would go to South Florida and get thousands of pills, bring them back, sell them. I was a bad guy, Rudy. I was. And, um, all that got shut down. It all got brought to life. A lot of people went to prison over the pill epidemic in Florida. And when all that got shut down, I hear I am left, lost a nice home, vehicles, instruments. I had everything I ever wanted in life. And I lost those things. Now I'm left with an addiction. So what do you do? You get by, you scam people, and you rob people, rob other people. And there was a day that I met someone that, owed me some money and some drugs. And uh, I did not have any ill will towards this man. I did not rob him. But the point is, I was there. I put my life in the situation to be there. And he had the intention to rob me. He thought I was wealthier than he was. A knife was pulled. We got in a struggle. And I ended up having to defend myself. And the man ended up getting hurt. He ended up getting stabbed. And I went to prison for robbery. And regardless if it was his word against mine, self-defense, I own the fact that I put my life in that situation. I should have never knew that guy. I should have never knew those people. I, I had a great family. My family wasn't abusive. I didn't have a rough childhood. I had a great family. Like, why didn't my life get there? For whatever reasons, I own that. But I went to prison. For how long? Nine years, eight months, and 26 days, sir. Wow. How did your faith come in into play? When did God get a hold of you? Um, so in 2013, my dad passed away from kidney failure. And in that time, I ended up um, still going to prison. you think that would be a breakthrough, a wake-up call. It didn't. Tell me how to be a better criminal for my first few years in there. My dad died. That still didn't really do it. You know, it hurt, you know, but I had my mom. I had a woman I was seeing. She were, was with me for about five years, and she left me, moved on with her life, you know, got lonely. You know, you've got, you're out of sight, you're out of mind. You know, you're locked away. If you're on the other side of the state, you can't get visits, you know, kind of thing. Well, then in 2016, July 25th, I got the worst phone call of my life. Uh, my mom died. Ooh. Yeah, she died in her sleep. And um, that really hit me hard. And five days later, I uh, hit my knees and I asked God to come into my life. And I said, if you can get me out of here, I swear to you, I will never be the person I used to be. And I will give you the glory. And it took three years after that day to finally get that blessing. And ever since then, I've hit the ground running. You know, you come out of it. And you've got artwork on your arms and even on the side of your, any regrets on any of that? Or is that a part of your story? It's a part, you know, they say the body's a temple. Yeah, the body's a temple. A lot of temples are decorated and they look beautiful. You know, they've got a lot of fancy things and artwork, you know, and it's my expression of my art. All my tattoos, they tell a story. 
it's um you know yeah no i uh everything i've got's a part of me some of them i regret maybe but no at the end of the day i i it's it's my body it's it's i don't have any remorse or excuses for for my tattoos at all if anything they have been um a uh talking point and a way to open up conversations to people you know i totally agree because people look at you and 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 what you were a felon yeah i was but now i'm changed and now you're intriguing in that any regrets on the people that you that you sold drugs to knowing what it did to you what you did to them absolutely i live that every day you know when i did sell drugs i did not sell the women uh, um you know, kids like, but still destroying other people's life. When you're in addiction, your mind doesn't, your mind doesn't even think about that. That would be the last thing in the world you would think about. It's, it's, if you're in addiction, what can I do to, um, get money to, to facilitate my addictions? Very selfish, very selfless, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but looking back on it, I hate that. That is one of like how many other people have went through what I've lost or lost more than I have or lost their lives from overdose or what it's led to. You know, I hate that a young man had to get hurt and I hurt my family, embarrassed my family to go to prison to finally find God. Someone once asked me, do you hate that? Do you hate that it took all that for you to be the person you are? If I didn't go through all that, I would not be who I am. Mm. Um, I think it was here. Someone in a class at Minna Valor told me, you got to have a breakdown to get the breakthrough, Right. Right. And so like that was my rock bottom. That's what it can be a platform. Pain can be a prison or a platform. Right. And I chose to make mine a platform in life. Mm-hmm. So came to Men of Valor. You spent six months here, your musical career. Now I see the smile on your face. You know, there's a proverb that says a man's gift, talent shall make room for him and bring him before great men. What do you want to do with the talent you've got? Amen. Um, so, you know, I love God and I love country music. You know, I love worship music, you know, and I want music's a vessel. If I can change one person's day by playing a song, music's one of the few things that you can do and and come into your emotions without the other's permission. I can if you're having a bad day, I can play a song that's gonna make you feel good about yourself. If you're having a happy day and you're laughing, I can play a song that'll make you cry. Right. Music is, is a vessel. It's, there's a lot of power in it. And I don't take that lightly. I know the power of it. And I just want people to enjoy life. I want to be able to share my story with the world through social media, TikToks, um, and playing country music. Jesus didn't hang out with the who's who's and the uppities. He hang out with the with the rough around the edges uh, fishermen. He hung out with the prostitutes, with the bums. You know, he hung out with my kind of people. Right. <laughs> That's where he was at. In the, in the midst of that is where you find Jesus sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? And if I can just change one person's life or tell some young kid, hey, it's not cool to be this convict. I'm not proud of what I went through. I stand on my past because my past, uh, bad choices don't make bad people, you yeah. know? You're not going to change one person's life. You're going to change a lot of lives. But our program is put a word on it. Have you got a word for me? Grace grace i have been given so much grace that i don't deserve and that's uh that's my word that i use and so many people ask me what you know i, I i'm very forgiving to someone 
You can hurt me. You can say bad things about me. And I always give people a second chance because here, men of valor, they gave me a chance when nobody else should. Mm-hmm. So, uh, grace. Yeah. We're going to have a huge impact for our Lord, my friend. Thanks, MJ. Amen. Thank you. I gave up hope when I lost my way. Didn't believe that I could change in that prison cell. Man, it was dark as hell. But I met a man who asked my name. And if I was tired of living this way, then he said a prayer. I met God right there Well, it's the hardest thing that you've ever done Face down the devil, not turn around and run Look him in the eye and tell him you've changed Well, I got Jesus and I got a friend Who believes in me and offers hand And he showed me the way Send me free. Oh, I want to thank you for believing in guys like me. And God, you meant the heavens and the stars above, but who am I for you to give me love and to send your son? This wretched one Now I live a new life Up on Valley Ridge And I'm so thankful For what y'all did I was all alone So you brought me home And God, God says With amazing grace He set me free From those prison chains On that cross Torn and tattered Today I can say I'm a man of valor Cause it's the hardest thing that you've ever done Face down the devil Now turn around and run Look him in the eye And tell him you've changed I got Jesus and I got a friend Who believes in me And offers sin and he shows I love it. Love listening to it. You can just feel his heart when he plays. Let me put a word on it. I love grace. How much better than that can you be? By grace are we saved through faith. And he had that faith and it's changed his life. And he's going to be big time because he's got the heart and the soul and the talent and all of that that God put into one package. Interesting young man. I hope you enjoyed it. Join us again next time as we put a word on it. You've been listening to Put a Word on It. We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word on It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, 
go to movministry.com.